Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. How is everyone this morning? My name's Sam. I'm the kids and youth pastor here at Tweet Coast Church and it's, it's my privilege to be bringing the word this morning. Before we go any further, why don't we pray and then we can get straight into it. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit and your word that's going to come and minister to us today. I pray that you would change us, you would speak to us, that we might leave today different to how we walked in. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, band. Can we give the band a round of applause as they take their seat? Awesome. So, if you've been at church for the last few weeks, we've been doing a series starting off 2018, I nearly said 2017, starting off 2018 with some hashtag goals, all right? Because at the start of every year, we all have that New Year's resolution, don't we? If you're like me, I already failed my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I, I, um, I thought about making a New Year's resolution about going to the gym. I thought about it. I thought about it. But then I was like, well, I don't want to be that guy that turns up on like the 2nd of January and is like, I'd like to sign up for the gym, please. It's my New Year's resolution. And you almost guarantee that the person signing up will be like, oh, this guy's going to last like two weeks max. So I just saved myself all the embarrassment and just didn't go, all right? Seriously, though, New Year- <laughs> that was my wife saying, come on with the excuses. Um, but a goal, I think, is a bit different to a New Year's resolution, isn't it? A goal is something that, hey, I want to achieve something in 2018. So I thought I would actually share a couple of my little goals, my fun goals that I've got for this year. You want to hear them? So I've got three main ones, and I was going to um, try and like, perform one of my goals today, but I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I couldn't handle it. So one of my goals is actually to learn balloon art, okay? I look, I look, at, I look after your kids every week. And I thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun to be able to twist a little dog or a sword or something? And yesterday, I asked my wife, I had the packet of balloons at home, and I was trying to make it happen. It just, wasn't, it just didn't work. I was like, I need more time. So in the next few weeks, if your kids start coming out of Tweeko's kids, and they're like, look, Pastor Sam gave me a sword, then you can know that I am fulfilling my goals, okay? <laughs> Another goal I, um, I have for 2018 is I want to um, survive fatherhood for my first year. So, um, so, you know, if I, next time you see me at church, if I'm a bit like droopy-eyed or not so joyous when I say good morning, it's not because I don't like you. I might just be a bit sleep-deprived. Um, and my final one is I want to try and start to learn a little bit of another language, okay? So, konnichiwa. Anamaiwa samdes. Arigato gozaimasu. There you go. There you go. So, um, I can tick that one off already. Um, <laughs> but for the last three weeks, seriously though, the last three weeks we've been talking about um, some goals that we can set together, you know, individually but together as a church um, to see what we can do um, for God in 2018. And so um, a few weeks ago we spoke about knowing God more, having a goal that at the end of the year that you would know God more. We spoke about finding freedom, that this year you would find freedom. We spoke about... Um, Last week, we spoke about uh, discovering purpose. Thank you. 
I had a minor, a minor mind blank for a second. They were discovering purpose, which was so great. John Rigby spoke. And today I want to speak our last goal together, our last hashtag goal for 2018 is to make a difference. To make a difference. Wouldn't it be great if you got to December and you could look back on 2018 and think, you know what, this year I made a difference. Wouldn't that be a great thing to be able to say of your life? You know, you got through Christmas and you're just about to do the New Year's thing, you know, maybe make it to the nine o'clock fireworks and you think, (laughs) I made a difference in 2018. Let's just get on the same page here though, because making a difference can mean a lot of different things, right? You can make a difference negatively in someone's life. That's not a great thing to be able to say at the end of 2018. You don't want to be the, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. We want to be able to say at the end of 2018, we have made a difference in a good positive way in people's lives. And I believe the greatest way we could ever make a difference in a person's life is to be able to say that we've led someone towards Jesus in some way in 2018. What about this? Instead of like just to make a difference in 2018, what about this is a goal? There are people in my world who are closer to God because of what, what God has done through me in 2018. Wouldn't that be something amazing to be able to say at the end of the year? You know what? This year, I saw God do things in my family's lives, in my friends, in my workplace. Look at all the things God did through me in 2018. That sounds like a hashtag goal to me. Amen? Amen? Awesome. Well, can you please give the person next to you a high five and say, you can make a difference. Because as we've already shared, if you're going to set goals... Just like me with my gym membership, the first thing that comes with goals that runs parallel to goals is excuses, right? Just like me with the gym membership, I gave you a list of excuses why I didn't sign up to the gym, right? But I just want to, you know, quickly go through a few things that you might think straight away, oh, I'm going to make a difference, and then something that might come up in your mind straight away as, you know what, maybe I can't, or maybe I don't want to. So the first one is that I can't. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but you know, making a difference actually doesn't just happen accidentally. It's something that's purposeful. It's something that is going to require a little bit of us. So it's easy to say, I can't. It might be, I can't be bothered. It might be, I can't because of who I am as a person. Or it might be because I can't because I don't have what it takes. But can I just say to you, every single one of you and me today, that you were born to make a difference. You were put on the earth, you were placed exactly where you were placed right now, in that job, in your family, in those friendship circles, to make a difference. Um, Ephesians 2.10, Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so that we can do the good things, say good things, He planned for us long ago. Long ago, before you are a twinkle in your father's eye, as the old saying goes. God thought about you. He thought about you and the good things that he has for you for 2018. Isn't that a great thing? God's not like, oh, it's 2018 and um, Sam's in that job. Gosh, what can I get for him to do this year? He's been, when he formed the, the world, when he created the world, he thought of you and he thought of this year and he thought, I'm going to line some God moments up 
for you so that you can make a difference in people's lives this year. What about this? I love this scripture, Galatians 1.15. But before I was even born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. You know, that's the Apostle Paul speaking about his life. But I believe it is true of every single one of our lives here today that before you were born, God called you. God called you into whatever it is that you put your hand to this year, you know, um, with, you know, with wisdom. But he called you by his grace, that you are graced and called by God to make a difference in 2018. Amen? You can believe the word of God today. You don't even have to believe me. I don't really care if you don't believe me, but the word of God is saying today that no matter who you are, no matter your past or present circumstances, God has called you to make a difference this year. All right, so can we put that excuse to bed? You, not I can't. Everyone say, I can. It's like a self-help seminar. I can. Come on, I can. Um, okay, what about this? What about this? Um, you know, like, like that gym membership. I'd love to join the gym, but I don't know how to do a workout. I don't know how to, you know, to work the machines. Um, so I just, I'm not going to. I don't know how, right? I don't know how to make a difference for God. That is a very valid reason, a very valid excuse as to why perhaps we would think, you know what, I can't make a difference. Can I just say, you don't have to be a pastor or a preacher with a microphone in your hand to make a difference. I honestly believe that, like, I just, uh, like we just said, you were born to make a difference. And so to help with this reason, this I don't know how, I just want to share a couple of really simple, easy things that you can do that, um, that it might be easy to say but possibly harder to, to walk through, but some things that you can do that you can use to make a difference. Personally, I want to share about how we together can make a difference as well. Does that sound good? So here's something personally you can do to make a difference. You can pray. You can pray. Do not ever, ever underestimate the power of prayer in people's lives. You cannot underestimate what God can do with someone who is willing to say, I am just going to pray because I don't have answers for that person. I can't solve that person's situation but I can pray and believe the God of all heaven can do something great in their lives. Here's a scripture, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 3. It says this, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. First of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior. You know, if you've ever wondered how you can please God, first of all, he's already pleased with you because he looks at you and sees his son, Jesus. But right there, the Bible says, if you commit to making a difference, I'm going to pray for my brother this year that he might meet Jesus. God is like, I love it. I love it. And if, whenever that person comes into your mind, whatever, whenever that thing just pops into your mind, you don't have to you know, have a full religious experience. You can just shout out to God in that moment, even if it's in your head because you're sitting next to a work that might, might, might think you're weird. You just be like, God, I pray for my brother. I pray he would meet you. I pray you'd get saved. Yes. Amen. Every time you think about it, I guarantee if you do that, at the end of the year, 
you will have made a difference in that person's life. Amen. Um, James 5.16 says, Confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Church, I know I'm going on about it, but I'm just trying to um, stress this to you, that your prayer has great power and can produce wonderful results. You might think, oh, well, I'm not really, you know, a spiritual person. I don't really know how to pray. I don't, you know, I'm pretty new to this whole talking to God thing. Like I said, God's not so pleased and impressed by big fancy words and, and you know, massive prayers and that kind of thing. What he, what he cares about is a heart of a person that wants to say, you know what, God, I just want to see this situation change. God, I just want to see this work situation change. I just want to see my family situation, this relationship change. And what he can do with that is so much more powerful than someone who knows all the ins and outs and the, you know, whatever else um, that you might do to pray. What he wants is someone that's willing to say, God, would you speak through me as I go into my workplace today? God, would you speak to me about my friends and my family that need to know you in new ways? We can make a difference by praying. Amen? Amen. Amen. Here's another thing. Another thing you can do to make a difference in people's lives, as just personally for yourselves, is to open up, open up your life to people. There is great, great power in opening up your life to people. I think about the people in my life that have influenced me and have... Um, made the most difference in my life, you know, as, as a Christian. And I think the thing that ties them all together that I can say that they're the same in is that they opened their lives to me. They made a place for me at their dinner table. They, they made a place for me in their schedule to have a coffee. They made, uh, you know, they, they took the time to say, hey, um, you know, Sam, that's probably not the best thing for you. Even when I didn't want to hear it, even when I didn't want to know about it, the people that open up their lives, and there's people in this room that I can say that of and I'm thankful for, that have opened up their lives for me and have made a difference in my life. And I'm sure if you think about the people in your world that have made a difference to you, I'm sure you could think, you know what, they've opened up their life to me. Um, when you think about Jesus, think about Jesus for a moment when he walked on the earth. He spent, you can read any of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke or John, and you can read about a Jesus, a God that came to earth and rubbed shoulders with normal people. He could have come to earth and sat in the temple and made people come and sit and listen to him and kept himself on a pedestal because he honestly deserves a pedestal. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He could have done that. But instead what he did was he got 12 guys and brought them in close and took them everywhere he went. He walked on the road with them. He ate with them. He, you know, he slept in the same houses with them. He did ministry with them. He suffered with them. He cried with them. He laughed with them. And I know that those men went on to literally change the world. And so for us, we can follow Jesus' example, opening up our world to our friends our, and letting people see, hey, this is what living for Jesus looks like. Your relationship with God can make a difference in other people's relationship with God. I'm going to say that again because I think that probably deserves a bit more response. Your relationship with God 
can make a difference in someone else's relationship with God. Amen? Be bold. Like Pastor John was saying, that believe for an uncommon courage to pray for your friends when they're sick and see them be healed. Why don't you believe for um, that family from down the road? Why don't you think, you know what, instead of just saying hi and passing them every now and then when we you know, walk the dog or whatever, why don't we have those people over for dinner? Why don't we just open up our home to them and say, hey, come on over, we'd love to host you. We'd love to. It might sound normal. It might sound standard. But what God can do through that is a conversation over dinner. Oh, you know, actually, we, we go to church. Oh, you go to church? You're so normal, right? <laughs> like, you go to church? Um, you guys, like, eat normal food like we eat and you laugh. And, like, the, what I'm trying to say is that people need to see what it means to live for Jesus. Needs to, need to see, we're called as a church to change people's mindsets of what they see of God and the church. So for, you, for people to see, hey, that guy I work with, he's a Christian. He's like actually a pretty good bloke, right? So it shouldn't be a surprise to people. What about catching up with that friend for coffee that you just know needs an hour of someone's time? Just needs to sit and just download on someone because they're having a hard time or they're going through whatever. And being that person for someone consistently that is texting or calling, hey, how are you going? Not because you want anything, not because you need anything from them, but because you love them and you want to see God speak into their lives. Amen? Amen. I want to speak about how we, as a church, together can make a difference. Because I believe we're called individually to make a difference, like we, like we said in that scripture, that we were born to make a difference. But also together as a community of faith, as a, as a body, that we are called to make a difference together. Amen? Yes. I'm just going to have a sip of water. Hang on. I want to just say this, and I want you to agree with me, okay? Even though you don't know what I'm going to say, I want you to agree with me, okay? Can you do that? All right. In 2018, Tweed Coast Church is going to make a difference. Okay, I'll do it again. In 2018, Tweed Coast Church is going to make a difference. In 2018, Tweed Coast Church is going to make a difference. And we want to do it together. We don't want anyone sitting out on the sidelines watching while we go on this ride that God has for us in 2018. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Now, that doesn't mean that by ourselves we can't do anything. But together, as a church, as a community, what we can achieve, only God knows. Only God knows the limit to what we can achieve as a group of people that are willing to put their head down and say, God, I want to make a difference with Tweed Coast Church this year. Or if you're visiting today, what, you know, from wherever you're from, with your church this year. Romans 12, 4 to 5. I love this scripture. It says this, Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. We together, as a church, with different functions and different um, you know, responsibilities and different gifts, we all together can join and complement and, you know, pick up other people's slack because otherwise I'd be up here singing and no one would enjoy that. But together as a church, we can make an incredible difference. You know, we were talking about it before, 
but being a part of a small group. What a way to make a difference. Joining together with, you know, a dozen or so other people and th saying, you know what, I'm going to invest in these people's lives and I'm going to know that they are going to invest in my life. What a way together to make a difference because one-on-one, -on -one, that's fantastic. But to get together with a group of people that are saying, we want to grow together in God, we want to push in together, we want to have great friendships, we can't do life alone, so we want to have great relationships. What a great way to make a difference in people's lives. Um, as I mentioned before, each and every one of us is gifted. Like that, like the body, like that scripture said in Romans, that we all have, a, we're all a different part of the body. And at Tweed Coast Church in February, we're starting Pathways again. We did it, we started at the end of last year, and we're going to continue it all year, each month. And Pathways is all about you and I finding our spot, our place, our gift, our part in the body of Christ in this church. So what a way to be able to make a difference, to say, you know what, I'm going to do Pathways. And there's, you know, there's awesome stuff in there like a giftings test, a, a personality test that will help you to identify, hey, you know what, I'm actually you know, a great you know, person with kids or I'm in Jesus' name. Um, I'm great at youth in Jesus' name. Um, you know, I'm a creative person or whatever it is. And that will help you to find your place so that you can make a difference where God has shaped you in this church. Um, part of that is, you know, like I said, serving on our Sunday services or with our Love Out Loud. You know, we do stuff, um, uh, John Rigby that preached last week, he's our Love Out Loud um, maestro, he's the man. He, he, what he does in our community already is just starting to begin. As a church, we have got, we're going to have more and more opportunity in 2018 to reach out in our community and love on people and bless people. Things like our Christmas care packs that we do and, and we've been um, doing stuff at, our, at the mini school down the road, helping and, and all that kind of stuff that we do. All of that is what makes a difference in a community, especially a community like this. So this is what I want to do. As a church and individually, I want you to respond with me because I felt when I prepped this message that God wanted me to respond to this. The Bible says that the word is a two-edged sword, that it cuts me as it cuts you, so to speak. That as I prepped this, I felt God say to me, I want you to commit again to make a difference this year. So you're going to be doing this with me. But what I want to do is I, if you would be so bold, and I don't want to make you, I'm, I'm offering you the opportunity if you want to commit to saying, you know what, God, in 2018, I want to make a difference. If you want to, maybe the band, you can come back up. In 2018, if you're saying, God, I want to make a difference. I want to see my family, I want to see my friends grow closer to God. That at the end of the year, they might, you know, they might get saved and that would be amazing. They might just come to church at Easter. They might just be willing to um, have a conversation about God with you. Whatever the steps they take, why don't we believe that this year we would be a part of making a difference in people's lives, seeing them grow closer to God. And if you do want to do that, would you stand to your feet with me? Because I want to pray. I want to pray and say, God, today we want to make a difference in 2018. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't we pray? Lord God, I thank you. Would you lift your hands to heaven as a sign of saying, God, I'm reaching out to you today. God, today, we're trying to get your attention. 
We want to say today, Lord Jesus, we want to make a difference in 2018, God. We want to see our families and our brothers and sisters, our mums and dads and our aunties and uncles, God. We want to see them grow closer to you, God. God, we want to see our workplaces have an opportunity to hear about who you are and the good things that you can do, God. God, we want to see our workplaces open to the things that you have for them, Lord, that, that they would know that we walk in your ways, God, that we are Christians and that we are proud of it, God, that we follow you, Jesus. God, we want, we want you to know that this church wants to make a difference in 2018, God. God, we want to reach out in our community. God, we want to reach out and see people's lives touched together as a church to see great and mighty things happen in your name in this community, God. So today, God, would you see every heart, God, here? Would you see every hand raised? And God, would you, would you give us opportunities, as your Holy Spirit does, God, would you give us opportunities to speak into people's lives? God, would you give us opportunities to pray? God, would you give us opportunities to see what you see for people's lives, God, and be bold and courageous and speak into that, God, because we know that you have a mighty plan and purpose for the Tweed. God, we know that you have a mighty plan and purpose for our families and our friends and our workplaces, God. So we pray today, would you use us? God, would you use these these people here gathered together to make a difference for your kingdom in 2018? Lord Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed our new Conversations podcast. For more information, please visit tweedcoastchurch.com.au.